In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who comes in order to make us a part of his body, so that we may serve one another under his headship. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, you'll notice that Liz and my children are not here. You may notice that because Tempest isn't screaming right now. But they're not here. The, the reason that they're not here is that we do this annual sort of vacation trip over to Palm Coast, Florida, which is just south of St. Augustine. And uh, we do that with her family. And they left a little bit early um, because I had something to do on Sunday. And um, they, they, they left um, uh, on Friday to, to go over there. And then I'll be catching up with them a little bit later. And what that means is that sitting on the dining room table at home are lists for me. Uh, because Liz left, and, and as she left, she, she left me uh, lists of things that, that I need to know. Now, Liz really likes lists. She'll tell you that even. Uh, and, and so she left me, you know, a list of things to pack. She left me a list of things that I should do before I leave. She even left me a list of the approved color scheme for the family picture that we're going to be taking when we're at the beach. It's going to be very pastel. And I appreciate that she left me this list, actually. I have appreciated this for quite some time, because that means that I don't have to think through what needs to be on that list, because I am going to inevitably forget about something. I'm going to forget to pack something. I'm going to forget to do something before I leave. And that way, if it's not on the list, I know that it's not important. I don't have to worry about it. And that list then becomes kind of my guide, uh, and it, it becomes this guide, and, and I appreciate that guide because these are things that I don't usually normally do. Um, you know, th these are things that, that she goes, well, I'm going to leave you this list because I know that you're not used to thinking about these things, or uh, that you're not very good about thinking these things. <laughs> And so uh, I'm going to leave you this list. And I go, thank goodness, you're competent. I can lean on your list. <laughs> I, I definitely appreciate that because her competencies are different than my competencies. And, and we complement one another that way. And, and it's a very good thing. And so she leaves me this list and, and I go, okay, great. I know what to do. Well, uh, in, in a lot of ways, that, that list of, of things to do, that's, uh, it, it figures into our epistle reading for today. Now, our epistle reading for today, you notice that it takes kind of this tangential move, kind of right in the middle. In fact, uh, th there are no parentheses in Greek. Uh, and yet, our Bible translators have chosen to say, this little bit of scripture is so off the wall that, well, if he knew about parentheses, Paul would have probably written parentheses here. And the section in that set of parentheses is, is this thing about the ascension. It's this thing about, well, Jesus goes up to heaven and when he goes up to heaven, uh, that is the reason then that all of this stuff that Paul is writing happens. Uh, 
In fact, it's a very important point for the entire book of Ephesians because the entire book of Ephesians is really about the body of Christ and and that concept and how that concept is important. And you don't have that concept if Jesus doesn't ascend. You know, if Jesus' body does not ascend into the heavens, well, then Jesus' body can't be us because, you know, people would say, well, where's Jesus' body? And we'd go, hey, Jesus, come here. Here it is. And so it's this important part about what it means for us to say that we're the body of Christ, to know that Jesus ascended into the heavens. And in a lot of ways, when Jesus ascends into the heavens, he leaves us a list. He says, okay, here here are the things to do. And that list is not relying upon our competencies. In fact, it's usually thinking, you are incompetent, so I'm going to have to write you a list. And so we go, oh, thank goodness, you wrote us a list. <laughs> goodness gracious. It's like a lot of times uh, when, when I take vacation and, and it does go over a Sunday, I enlist some of you in order to help do some of the things that I normally do every Sunday morning. That, that list of, of things that, that I just kind of go, go through and do without even really thinking about it half of the time. In fact, I found that out when I was writing a list one time. I was like, oh yeah, I do that, and then I do that. Uh, and, and I don't even necessarily think about it, but for anybody who's helping me out, whether that be, you know, the, the rent-a-preacher that we bring in, you know, a, a nice retired pastor usually who comes in uh, in order to share the Word of God and share the sacrament with you, um, or the elders who are helping things out, or Conrad who's opening the building up for me, or, um, uh, you know, somebody who, whose job it is to plug in the coffee because, you know, beneath the sacrament, that's the most important thing that happens here. <laughs> And you have all of those things that that come together. And uh, usually what I do is I split that list up. Now, the reason that I split that list up is twofold. The first reason that I usually split split that list up is that I don't want to overwhelm somebody. (laughs) I don't want to be like, well, here's a list of 15 things for you and you alone to do. Sometimes the elders feel like that's what I've given them to do when they lead service. And sometimes it actually is. But I try to spread it out. And the, the other reason is, is beyond overwhelming someone is that I know that, well, you're not as competent at this as I am. Now, you could probably get there if you did this as much as I did. But, you know, you don't do these kind of things every Sunday morning. And so, you know, if I give you one thing to do, you're more likely to do it well than if I give you five things to do. And so if I spread this out, well then, there's probably going to be a better return on successfully completed projects. And that's kind of what Paul is saying that Jesus does with us. That Jesus writes us a list and he subdivides it out into these five different kinds of people. That he says, okay, Jesus himself, he is the ultimate apostle. Jesus himself, he is the ultimate prophet. He is the ultimate evangelist. He is the ultimate teacher. He is the ultimate shepherd. 
And yet, because he's the ultimate in all of those things, he realizes that he has to split this up. And so he says, well, some of you are kind of more apostle some of you are more prophet some of you are more evangelist some of you are more teacher and some of you are more shepherd And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to subdivide this list according to your strengths and say, hey, these are the things that I am giving you to do. These are the things on the list. And so to the apostles, he gives things like uh, making sure that the mission of God is completed. Uh, To the apostles, he he gives things like organization and leadership and, and stuff like that. To the prophets, he gives this sense of right and wrong. He gives this reliance on scripture. He gives all of, of that stuff that says, okay, this is what we do, not this. Uh, to the evangelist, he gives this sort of natural ability to network and to bring people and to, to wonder about people and bring other people into your life. To the teachers, he gives this sort of sense of, of you know, rigorous academic thought and loving to read and, and enjoying the ideas of the world. To the shepherds, he gives this massive heart of caring. And he says, <clears throat> to you people, we, we're just going to give you the, the opportunity to love on people and, and to show them how much they are cared for. And so he he gives that all, and he subdivides the list, and he he leaves it on the kitchen table for us. And we get to the kitchen table, and we take a look at it, and we go, huh? (laughs) Because honestly, even subdivided, that list is frightening. Right? Even if you're like, hey, I kind of feel like I know which one of those I would be, the things that you're called to do, you're still like, oh boy, I, yeah, if I try that, I might fail. And so usually what we do is, well, I'm not going to try that. Or sometimes we do try that, and then there's sort of the shadow side that comes around. Like the apostles start bossing everybody around. The prophets start rebelling. The evangelists just go off with their friends someplace. The teachers stick their nose in a book and the shepherds, well, they just get really frustrated because everybody is unhappy and they can't serve everyone. And we come into this reality of our sinful nature and how that bumps up against us even in the things that God has called us to do like this. Even the things on God's list where we find that we're unable, that we go, ugh. Even with a list, Lord, this is, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do this. And to that end, you know, Jesus, at the end of his list, he, you know, he signs it. He says, you know, love you all lots, Jesus. P.S., here's my phone number. And he says, hey, if you run into problems, call me. You know, if you if you run into an issue, just give me a call and we'll figure things out. You know, and, and that's not only just a like, hey, before you go and do this, give me a call, but it's also a Jesus, I just lit the kitchen on fire. I'm calling you because I just lit the kitchen on fire. I need help. And Jesus says, I forgive you. And that forgiveness, it puts out the grease fire that you made because of all of your good intentions of following his list, but 
you're a sinner. And so you started a grease fire. And Jesus says, thank you for calling. I forgive you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now let's figure out what else we need to put on the list. Clean up the stove. Put out the fire. Do all of those things. But he never gives up on us. And that's the crazy thing about this whole being a part of the body of Christ thing is that he, he doesn't give up on us. That we can chase after his will, that we can try to do his list time and time and time again. And when my wife would just say, forget about it, I'm coming home. <laughs> Jesus says, no, let's work through this. Let's figure this out. And Jesus says, you know, I'll, I'll be back in a little while. But in the meantime, you've got this. You can work with this. You're forgiven. I'm not holding this against you. Rather, I'm inviting you in to experience even more of my love. Inviting you in to experience even more of what it means to be forgiven. And so we're his body. And we're not just his body for the sake of doing a list, but we're actually his body for the sake of helping out the other parts of the body. Jesus has said, I'm, I'm making you my body. And I'm, I'm actually going to love you more than what you even love your physical body. So, you know, if, if your knee is going bad, you don't cut off your knee. You fix it. You maybe take it to a doctor. You get a knee replacement, maybe. But... It's not like you cut off your leg. That's what Jesus does. He says, let's do this. Let's replace your sinfulness with my righteousness over and over and over again. So that one day, Jesus will return. And he'll take a look at that list of stuff he left us on the kitchen table. And I'll say, hey, I didn't think you guys were going to do half of this stuff. (laughs) But it'll be a moment of rejoicing in the little, seemingly small and insignificant things that we were able to do by his spirit. And it'll be a moment of rejoicing in seeing the things that we were unable to do. And he has said, I forgive you. Because we may be a good or a bad body, but our head is in the clouds. And his name is Jesus. And he continues to care for us. And to cause us to care for one another. He continues to renew us, to refresh us, and to continue to make us a part of his body. So may you, this week, understand 
and live out the reality that your head is in the clouds and that he's got you taken care of. Amen.